I didn't even know what I wanted. There was okay. just something inside of me, like, burning. Okay. And I needed to be around people who could, like, identify that or, like, see it, at, which I didn't even know how to really identify it. It was just, like, an urging. Um, here I am. My whole life, I yeah. had that. It's a secret. Yeah. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> That's what it was. I can't really describe it. already know you have tuned in to the right place i am your lovely host yoni wolf this is the wandering wolf podcast i am speaking to you remotely now as i often do Uh, this venture is in florida i speak to you now from st petersburg florida otherwise known as st pete St. Pete Sprang Break. That's right. I sit here dangling with my legs over the wall several feet from the Gulf of Mexico or an inlet of the Gulf, I suppose. Uh, Looking out at a slew of yachts, unused. Why? Why unused? I'd be out on my yacht right now. It's a beautiful day. The sun is out. It's something like 75 or 77 degrees out. Just across the way, I can see the Dali Museum, where I went yesterday with my friend, the artist Emily Miller. An awesome collection of Salvador Dali paintings. Uh, And right now they have a Picasso exhibit as well. Spanish painters of a certain period, I suppose, together. My word, yeah, some great paintings in there. And yesterday, uh, after that, or no, before the Dali Museum, Emily and I were sitting in much the way that I am now on the wall with our feet dangling over the edge close to the water and we witnessed several dolphins, classic dolphins, um, bottlenose, I believe they're called, classic gray dolphins swimming. uh, You know, first we saw them in the distance. We saw some some fins and flappers and whatever, and they they do their thing. You know, if you've ever seen the way the dolphins do it, uh, they, they sort of go up and and uh, dive down. You, you, you've seen that in the movies, if not in real life. I don't know if that I've ever seen this in real life. And it, that was cool. I was like, oh, I got it. I saw one. I saw one. And uh, another one. Another one. Next thing we know, right, literally right under our feet, about a f- you know, foot and a half um, from our feet, a dolphin sort of uh, glides by and goes up above the water. Not doesn't like jump above the water, but 
his body goes up above the water for a second, right under our feet, as if it, it, this was like a, a... I think dolphins have an intuition, even more so than humans do. So he was really feeling our vibe um, and, and saying, hey, y'all, how's it going? I don't know. They wouldn't have that Cincinnati accent, though. They would, you know, you know, how's it going? How's it going? This is more like a happy-go-lucky, but I, I feel like they would have that high voice just because they, ch- they chirp the way they do. Um, but, yeah, he was right there. And then a second one uh, about five minutes later in that same place, right, right, right below our feet. You know, I, I think they, they really feel that, that uh, electromagnetic force that humans emit and, and, and everything on Earth emits. You know, I think they, they, they uh, are very sensitive to that. And they were, they've felt that uh, we had good vibes. And they, they wanted to come say hi. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, yeah, other than that, I just finished my tour. It was just a one-week tour. Of fi- actually, five shows, five days, with Astronautilus and Bluebird. And we had a fantastic time. I really want to thank all you guys that came out. And I got a chance to meet a, a ton of you back at the merch booth and stuff. Um, and yeah, you guys are you guys are incredible. It's a, it's always a pleasure um, to to go different places and, and meet you people, especially you guys that listen to the podcast. Um, I, I I find that I really enjoy your. That's an airplane taking off. I I am right by an airport, like a mini airport similar to Lunkin in Cincinnati. It's like a like a small I don't know, like a Cessna or something taking off. Uh yeah, so uh, it's been, it was a good time. It was an easy easy 5 days with uh with those two guys. You know, easy in, easy out of of the clubs and uh just a good hang. I I do enjoy doing the the solo tours, you know. I mean, it's not as much of a blowout as the Y, as the Y shows. You know that they feel more. Um, I don't know. They're better attended, uh, the Y shows, and and they're uh, maybe more. You know, it's nice nice to play with a band, you know, and have that 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 energy between. Speaking of how dolphins feel that energy, well, humans feel that energy too. Even though we've built up parts of our brain to deny that we do. You know, and, and, and try to act by, by rational thought or something like that. We feel all those vibes. Um, so, you know, I, I, I definitely enjoy playing with, with other people. There's something, there's something to be said for that. And I could never substitute that. But, but, but it is nice to do the solo. It's, e- it's like easier to do the solo tours. And I can be more chill and relaxed about them. So yeah, it, it is good times, good times, and I'm heading back to Cincinnati tomorrow, or today, for you people that are listening to this on Wednesday, um, Christmas Eve, 2014, and I'm looking forward to it. My sister and Wayne are coming into town. You know, we're gonna probably head up to my parents' house on Christmas, even though we're not we're not like a Christmas family as we're Jewish. But uh, you know, we we we'll, we'll, we'll hang with the fam as other people do on Christmas, as is the tradition in our country and in our culture. 
But yeah, I, I, I tell you, I'm feeling all right. It's warm here. It's nice. I, you know, I had anticipated more of a beachy situation, maybe. Um, but I did walk on the beach yesterday a bit. It was very windy. I lost control of my hair completely. But that's all right. You know, I don't mind. I don't care. Today I had the wherewithal to wear a, a hat, a Maven hat. Thank you, Tony Trim. Wandering Wolf alum, episode uh, 29. That's a guess. That's a vague estimate. So let's talk about Davey Brown. I, I did not know Davey that well before I did this interview. Let me tell you how this came about. Davey and I, well, we, we first met at this tea shop where I would go almost every day while I was working on old dope rap tape. Um, that was the rap tape that I put out in, in May. You can go pick that up at yoniwolf.bandcamp.com. Um, the digital version, the tapes are all sold out. You can pick up my new covers tape, Snow Jams, which a lot of people are, are getting and, and are giving me really good feedback. I think people are really digging it. Uh, that, that just came out about two weeks ago. And that you can find also at, at yoniwolf.bandcamp.com. And check out my new website, which is thewanderingwolfpodcast.com. Peep game. You can, you can listen to all the episodes through there. You, that links to the, to the iTunes and the SoundCloud. You can donate to the podcast on the, on, the, on the button. There's a donate button there. You can purchase the wrap tape, the, the, the mixtape, brand, the, brand, the brand new, um, the covers tape, I mean, and the brand new Wandering Wolf t-shirts, which were designed by Andy Miller. The website was designed by my new friend Brian Cross. It's 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 all happening, people. It's all happening. I'm getting my shit together. Am I getting my shit together? I think it's happening. I think it's happening. I feel like I'm talking soft today. Normally I'm a little more brash in the voice. But I feel gentle today. There's a, there's a gentle breeze blowing. I'm looking out at the, the ripples in the water. Someone's finally going out on like a pontoon. Thank God. Somebody's using one of these boats. I was about to fucking doggy paddle out there and, and uh, hijack one or just just stow away down deep down in the bottom and wait for someone to take it out and then have my way with them and dump them in the water not sexually just kill them no I wouldn't do that <laughs> either uh, okay so sorry I was talking about Davey uh, so yeah while I was over there at the tea shop she used to work at doing my mixtape I you know I met she just served me tea a couple times whatever we talked a bit and then um you know I would see her around but I, I always liked her I always liked her she had a good feeling and I ran into her a few weeks ago at the Comet this little bar in Northside where I live and uh and then she invited me to some yoga uh, meditation thing at this yoga place 
for New Year's Eve. And when I got that, I was like, oh, I should go to that. So I, I clicked join, and then I, I get sent her a little message, thanks for inviting me. And then we went back and forth, and it was like I realized I didn't know anything about her. And, you know, I asked, well, would you want to meet up or something and, and uh, just sort of get to know each other a little bit? I, I don't know. I'm in that mode where I'm doing that. I'm meeting lots of people. Okay, I'm I'm trying to keep my heart open. That's like my current occupation with 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 my chakras is, is just to keep that keep that heart open, keep keep stay available for people and 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 all that. So that was that, but I, but I wasn't like 100% gung-ho like I want I'm trying to like hang out and like it, it wasn't like I'm trying to go on a date kind of vibe um where I can be kind of aggressive. I was kind of like, yeah, well, should we meet or what? You know, and she kind of felt the same way. I, I, I felt like we both were like, yeah, I'd be down to meet up, but I don't have to kind of thing. But we ended up deciding, yeah, let's do it. And we met up at the same tea shop that she used to work at. And we started talking. And very quickly, I realized that there was there was a, a cool, a cool uh, thing happening between us. Like it was just we just we clicked. We clicked. So I, and I found her very interesting. And I knew she was into some spiritual shit, you know, which I'm, I'm of course, very interested in. So I said, oh, well, let me, let me turn the recording thing on. Because I always carry it around pretty much. So I turned it on. And uh, what, what, you, what you hear is what you get. And I, I think she's a fascinating individual. So uh, I... There's really nothing else to say. Let's get into this conversation with Davy Brown. Okay, so I'm here with Davy uh, Brown. Is that yeah, last name? Okay. that's right. And um, we were just talking. She, we, we talked like finances and things, and she owns some properties and whatnot. Maybe that's not the most interesting thing for people to hear. But we just started talking about spirituality and. I asked if her parents were religious. She said no, but she would make her parents take her to church as a kid. Right. Okay, so you, how did this happen? So, I was born, and my parents are older, wonderful, strong people uh-huh. that didn't take me to church, didn't give me any sort of, um, you know, disciplined way of life, but kind of had their own ways of life. But I had this desire to go to church, so I asked them to take me. But but why? But wh- because your friends know. went to church? No, I just I felt like I needed to go to church. I started reading the Book of Matthew, and I would read what? it over but, and over again. And why the Book of Matthew? I don't know. Someone handed it's the first. It's, you open the Matthew, Bible, Mark, it's the first Luke, John, page, yeah. and you open up, and I just remember reading it over and over and being like, "What is this? What is this? What is this?" You could you weren't ever ready to move on to Mark. <laughs> Never moved on to Mark. Always, I would always like read halfway through Matthew and then stop for a while, and then I would forget. So I'd go back and start reading the beginning again. It's so long, so yeah. I would stop. And I just felt really was this, drawn to it. Was this one of those little orange, like things that they give you, like outside of school, like Jehovah's Witness give you or somebody it was like, like that? Like a kid's Bible. Okay. It was like illustrated with pictures, with okay. pictures and it had like. Like, it was a teen Bible. It had, yeah. like, descriptions in the side. It was, like, relating to teens and what they go through, like, puberty and adolescence. And it was 
how, I was less how old are you at this that. time? I think I was, I think I was like 10 or 11. Okay. And uh, so I was really interested in this, and so I asked my parents to start taking me to church. And they took me to Catholic church, and they took me to non-denominational churches, and we went all around. And upon your request? These upon my ones? request. Like, we let's try this we were one. We just let's trying try them one. out, yeah, seeing what we felt. Yeah. Um, I think it was like, I think what I was looking for was some sort of compatibility with whatever I was looking for, and I don't know what it was, but eventually we went somewhere, and a lot of my friends went there. And I liked it. I was into the, some of the sermons, and they sang a lot, uh-huh. and I enjoyed singing with big groups of people and in kind of a devotional mass. Mm-hmm. And what kind of church was this? It was non-denominational. Okay. And so I went there for a while, ended up getting baptized in a pool, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was fascinating. And then shortly after that, they continued every week to ask who had been saved by Jesus. Okay. And this is where things started to get, like, I don't get it. Because every week, like, the same people were going up on stage and saying they were saved by Jesus. Right. And there was seemed to be, like, this, like, emotion they were feeling. And I was just like, what is going on? You never felt it. And what, I never what, felt it. Was it, did, did, was it wild, like, Fruits of the Spirit kind of stuff? Like, at it this church a little bit? It there a little bit. Yeah. It was getting there. And eventually, I just... I kind of got turned off from that. Okay. And so that's when I veered away from from that sort of thing, and I wasn't going... So that that turned you off, the, the pressure to be saved and stuff like that? The that, pressure to be saved every week yeah. by Jesus. Yeah. In this way With that all heads was, bowed and eyes closed. Well, it was more like hands up in the air, like crying and chanting and yeah. yelling, and I was yeah. like, what the heck? And, and passing out? being slain (laughs) not not as much passing out yet but but that was my experience with church and that's where I think it you know that was a sign that something was going on within me that needed to be quenched yeah there was some spiritual yearning thirst I had a yearning but then you know you get all you get kind of tainted with the people that are really religious but kind of condemning. Yeah. So you're like, well, maybe I'm not spiritual and maybe I'm not religious and maybe I don't believe in anything. So you kind of dabble in atheism. And then um, I started taking a yoga class in high school. Okay. And how, how, how old are you generally? I don't ask right the now, your age, but... Are you, are you 20s or 30s? I don't know. I'm 27. Okay, okay. Yeah. Got it. I'm a, I was born in 1987. Okay. And that's how old I okay. am right now. So, you're in high school, and what, what high school was that? Not that this is going to be interesting to anyone not from They're Cincinnati, They're going to really enjoy interested. hearing about that I went to King's High School. King's, up there. Yeah. So, your parents had moved from Southeast Ohio in the country to here. Yeah, they for, moved from there. What? We're going to jump around to Columbus. Okay. Yeah. They met, and they were in their 40s. Okay. And they were both wild. And uh, they met, and they moved to Columbus, and they got pregnant. My mom said that she wasn't... She had never used birth control before, and she told my dad that they weren't going to have any children, and then they got pregnant, and like... That was a false intuition she had. Yeah, it was a false intuition. It was actually she was told when she was younger... Okay, that she couldn't have kids. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And they were wrong. They were wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My or dad got you were in just there. So strong. I was strong. My dad was strong. Yeah. We, uh, I think we were all worked together in mm-hmm. that one, and bringing 
bringing me forth. Um, and you arrived. And what 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 did they do, like? Why did they move to the city and stuff? And what did they do? Like, they, what kind mom, of jobs did they do? Well, my dad worked in an aluminum factory for 32 years, and my mom was a flight attendant. And she was like kind of like living the glamour life in like the 60s and 70s. Yes, back when a flight attendant was a flight attendant. Yeah, where you back wearing, when a flight like, attendant was a stewardess actually. Right, where yeah. she was a stewardess, yeah. and she was wearing like paper thin dresses, six inch six inch heels, fire engine red lipstick. You're getting me very excited right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. You're not the only one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom was, uh, Jerry Garcia asked my mom out. Really? Yeah. Really? Yep. He, wow. He, he asked her out and she said no. And then he sent, like, on a, a plane? He, like, stalked her kind of. He found her phone number after they met on the plane. Yeah. And he called her and she was like, no thanks. And then he sent a deadhead to her house and played her records and gave her tickets oh, to a show. Oh, my God. He sent, like, like as, as a. <laughs> As if it was his troop, his, right. his soldier. Mm-hmm. Wow. He introduced himself as a deadhead. Hey, I'm I'm Don. I'm a deadhead. Wow, Jerry Simmons. That's great. I yeah. like that. So that didn't work out, but your dad worked out. Dad worked out. Jerry's out. Dad's yeah. in. Yes. They're living in Southeast Ohio. My mom's like, this is not glamorous enough for me. Let's move to Columbus, uh-huh. which is not even that glamorous, but. That's when they got pregnant, and I came into being. What I'm waiting for is oh, okay. What what did they? Well, no, 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 don't don't say okay. I'm I'm wondering how because you said you had an inheritance, and that's how you bought your first correct house here. Oh, good story. How how did that happen? You want to hear about that? I do because because if if your dad's in an aluminum factory and your mom is a flight attendant, right. that's not happening. Correct. So my parents lived in a, an apartment, and their kitchen table was one of those big electrical uh, like spools like mm-hmm. for yeah I know what you're talking you know, about that was a wire school a wire school and so I'm 12 we're in Cincinnati now we're, we're fast forwarding and I'm like dad let's go to the movies we're living in an apartment paycheck to paycheck not that we were like poor or anything right, but, but we were rich in spirit always sure and so, lower middle class whatever per, yeah maybe a little lower class, than that lower lower lower, <laughs> yeah. lower middle class but like real high-valued people. Mm-hmm. And so we go to the movies, but before we're like, let's go to the Ameristop and get some candy so we can sneak it in so we don't have to pay all that money. Right. So my dad's like, he's a gambling man, gambled all his life, ran card games, all sorts of stuff. So he says, give me two oh lottery tickets. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and then the guy hands him one, and my dad's like, oh, I said two. And he's like, oh, okay, let me get that. And my dad's like, no. It's okay, we'll just go. He's like, no, you said to, let me get you. And he gives him the other ticket. You're there. Later that, I'm there. Okay. So I'm a part of this. Yeah. I'm part of the attractor field yeah. here. Yeah. So yeah. I'm in existence with him. And we'll get to the attractor field later. <laughs> yeah. Which is obviously. Right. Which is obviously stuff. where I'm at right now. Yeah. So um, we go home, or we go to the movie. We see Out to Sea with, like, you know, the grumpy old men. Remember um, Jack Lennon or uh, J- Jack Lemon? Jack Lemon, and then someone else. This is Grumpy Old Men. The guy out to out sea. To sea. Okay, like a like a like a sequel. It's like a sequel kind okay, of thing. Got it. Not Grumpy Old my, Men, but it's yeah. not Grumpy Old Men. Okay, but it's like another sequel, like uh-huh. bringing the boys back. Uh-huh. So we go to see that, and then 
you know, I'm asleep, and then I wake up in the morning, and my mom's like, oh, we have something to tell you. And I was like, what? And she's like, I'll wait for your father to tell you. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, no, I can't wait. We won the lottery. And I was like... That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't even know what that meant at that time. I was like, oh, great. And it was like $20 million. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So that changed the life, the life we had. De- Damn. <laughs> we moved across the lake yeah. into a house from the apartment. and um, in, in, uh, in, in Up in Landon or something? Yeah, in okay. Landon. That's where my parents live now. No way. Yeah. yeah. Is that where, you're not, that's not where you grew up, though? No, I grew up in Pleasant Ridge. Okay. But they moved up there in the turn of the millennium. Maybe they know my parents. Well, probably not. My parents live on the other side of the lake. Like, do they ever walk the lake? A, my, every single day, and I, I lived I there. I'm sure, sure they know my parents then. I lived there for, for the year like 2010 to 2011, and I walked the lake every single day. Really? Yeah. Or ran it. My parents live on the lake. Which house? Okay. The, do you know a, where Chestnut Landing is? I, I don't know. Do you know where? Is. Do you know where? Um, Sailboat Point is. It's like yeah, the place that, so. that's like the fake oasis. They're all like gray and white. Yes, yes. Okay, so if you're coming through there, yeah. and then you go down this hill, yeah. like you're walking on the path, you go down a hill, yeah. and you run right into my parents' fence. They have this big house yeah. right there with this big yard and this big fence On line. the right there. It's is on, that? once you go down the hill, yeah. it's on the right, but once you turn, it's on the left if you're walking towards the lake. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So my parents. Yeah, like. I, I think I know. I know exactly the place. I, I do believe, but within within two within two houses, I know which house okay. you're talking about. That's crazy. Okay. They have like a. Do they have like a um a, a porch that has like screen yes. screened in porch? Yes. Okay. That's it. Okay. And a dog. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Yep. That's crazy. That's so we're cool. neighbors. Uh yeah yeah. Well, kind of. Down down the. Down the way. <laughs> yeah yeah not quite on the lake. But so Land and Lake. Land and Lake. We have that in common. That's cool. It's a place after my own heart. I like Land and Lake. It's and, a nice and you place. grew up there? I grew up there. Okay. So I could like bike to all my friends' houses. Mm. We all live near the lake. Very quaint. Yeah. Very quaint. Very quaint. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so that's what happened. Wow. That's what happened. That's still amazing. To <clears> me. We moved into that house. How old were you at that time? Ten. Ten. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So, so I was just starting to become into the spiritual stuff, too. Things changed. You were starting to get into spiritual stuff because you knew that this this financial stuff was not edifying, ultimately. Right. <laughs> so so you are starting yoga classes. Let's go back there. You're like, what, <clears throat> So 14, that's in high school. 15? Yeah. And so I took a yoga class at, like, L.A. Fitness or something like that, or, like, Urban Active. I forget what it was. Some sort of, like, I belonged. I belonged to Urban Active when I was up there. Yeah. So me and my friend went, and it was kind of funny, but then at the same time I came out of it, I was like, whoa, there's something going on with my body and my mind that I haven't felt before. Yeah. I never liked stretching or basically I didn't like receptivity. My parents are very aggressive people, uh-huh. not in a negative sense, but in just, you know, principles of creation type sense. If you're going to be receptive or aggressive at any particular time, yeah. they're aggressive. Right. They don't do a lot of like <laughs> patience. They don't do a lot of like chilling out. So going to this yoga class was like a whole new world. When you for say me. receptivity, do you mean like 
listening and right and following instructions kind of thing yeah like okay. kind of the obey yeah I learned today that the etymology of the word obey is to listen and to hear it's not necessarily so like domineering it's just you know kind of to open up to something okay. so it's almost like receptivity in my mind in, in what language is obey I don't know obey. Obey. my friend just told me that earlier I could make guesses, but they'd be wrong, probably. Yeah. Interesting. So, what happened after that? Did so, I was learning to be receptive. Yeah. I was learning that I was probably more of a receptive person than aggressive person, and living with my parents was helpful, because it probably kept me balanced. Well, how can, how can you all three be aggressive? Somebody's got to be receptive, right? Or it's just, or it's just like... It was pretty, it was a pretty intense, Yeah, we were pretty like driven people. Yeah. Um, they're very driven. They both grew up on farms, so they're like waking up at five, even when they have nothing to do that day, acting like they have a bunch to do that day. Right. <laughs> Making a list, getting it done, and then... Checking it twice. Checking it twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now in their older years, they're chilling a little more, but... Right. There was no room for that when I was growing up. So went to yoga was like, wow, this is different. This is a different kind of lifestyle that I've been than I've been living. Yeah. And went on into college and didn't really think much about it. But, but you but you did you keep doing it? Or just that once? I did, but not as much. I was okay. still kind of like I don't know. Trying to figure some things out I guess. And eventually like halfway through college I hit this like wall. I hit this, like, what am I doing? Like, you know, like I said, I was, like, striving for a lot of things. Like, yeah. I did really well in school, and I played sports. What, what, what did you what did you focus on in school, and where did you go to school here? I went to Miami. Miami. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did business. you focus on? Business. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was... <laughs> I have a well, you're hella business from what we talked about before the podcast. I know. It's a secret. Yeah. It's a secret. Because no one, no one in the <laughs> spiritual world knows about it. I mean, like, I guess I'm, I'm I'm opening up. I'm a closet business girl. Yeah. I'm a closet business girl. Now everyone's going to know. I know. Yeah. I'm coming clean about it now. Good. Coming Good. clean about a lot of things. Because in actuality, I enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I enjoy having kind of the luxury to do things I want to do. Yeah. And go places I want to go. Sure. You can't really do that if you're not managing some type of business structure or you know yeah good job yeah but I'm glad that I don't think I would have it any other way I don't think I could like work for someone else it just kind of has fallen into my lap this whole thing with the properties and whatnot and it gives me the luxury to like do things like this yes and continue to do what you don't have to be teach. anywhere specifically at any time, pretty much. Pretty much. It's like I'm always on call. Yeah. But other than that, it's not requiring, like, clocking hours necessarily. Right. Just kind of keeping things in mind. So you're going to school for business, and you have a point, a breaking point where you feel like, okay, something needs to... Yeah, where I'm like, oh, I hate business. Yeah. I hate what I'm doing. I hate where I'm at. I hate the people I'm around. Did you not? You didn't have friends really there. I had a bunch, but the, I was in a sorority. Fake friends. Fake friends. 
Actually, I was in a I was in a secret relationship. Really? Yeah. At with a female. Okay. At Miami. Okay. And it happened. She didn't my, want to talk about it or you didn't or neither of you wanted to. I guess neither of us did. Yeah. Yeah. We met and it was like, what's going on here? Stuff developed. Uh-huh. And we never mentioned anything. Are you do you are you always attracted <laughs> to so females good. or are you attracted to men too? I'm I'm attracted to men too. Okay. But I'm usually more attracted to females. Okay. Yeah. I'm most of my big relationships have been with females. It's something I think about, but I think if it were gonna go that I'd be with men, I think that I would have already like You would have just be with already. a man right yeah. now. Do do was that when it started with that, that, is when that it started. girl? Okay. Did you even before that, like when you became sexually oh, yeah. whatever as a as a kid, you never felt things? When I was in second grade, yeah. I had a dream that my best friend like um, we were in class and we were beneath desks. Yeah. And she was wearing overalls with just her sports bra and she leaned in and she kissed me. And I, wow. it was like the Why was best. She, wearing a, she didn't need a sports bra in second grade. This was in my dream. Okay. And this is just completely out of my consciousness. Yeah. Didn't really happen. And um, I, it was like the best but thing I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck? You like, had no idea what that meant. Oh, well, I knew it you? wasn't supposed to be happening. Okay. I was like, huh, that's probably not right. So then she was my best friend for a while, and going, we went into fourth grade together, and I remember sitting across from her at Bob Evans, and her being like, <clears throat> this is the age where we start liking boys, and she was like, I really like this guy, you know, that we're going, he's going to be in our grade. And right. I, and she's like, don't you? Don't you think he's cute? And I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like trying to get her to like, not like him, but yeah. I could tell at that moment, that things were changing. This was not, yeah. And I was going to have to, like, kind of, to accommodate what I thought was proper, I was going to have to start changing my, kind of, my attitude, maybe the way I presented myself a little more. I was, like, kind of a tomboy. Uh-huh. But... You, you felt like you had to be become more girly? Yeah. Okay. I started wearing short shorts. Okay. Um, I cut my hair, and I started wearing, like, my hair down, because I just wore my hair in a ponytail before that. Yeah. So I started wearing my hair down. I got her, Ellie's, oh, that's her name. Her boyfriend's best friend became my boyfriend. Okay. They, like, hooked us up. Right. So that was the beginning of that. And, but you but you always felt frustrated about it? or No, I just kind of let it go. Okay. And I didn't even really think about it again until I got to college. So not even in high school, did you have boyfriends no, in high school? I did. I had, I dated guys. But you so just had didn't. Boyfriends. You just I mean, you must have had a feeling that you weren't feeling it, really. I must have, like, shut that part of myself yeah. down so much. Because I don't even remember entertaining it. Yeah. Until college. Just one girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was with guys in high school, and I liked them, and it was fun. And then all of a sudden, I get to college, and I'm like, what is going on? There were these feelings happening, and I was like... I'm not gonna think about this because if I think about it, I will not do anything. Right. And so, yeah, her and I ended up. She actually made the first move. And. Do you think there were a lot of secret relationships like that up there? 
Because that I seems like know. such a conservative school to me or something. Or am I wrong? You I are know. right. Okay. Maybe there are. I'm not sure. Because I don't know. But it seemed like most people This were is Miami, Ohio, by the way, people. This yeah, Miami, not, Ohio. Not you of them. Ohio. So a lot of rich um, white people go there. Which is fine. It was good. Yeah. But it, after being in a secret relationship, it made me kind of, like, angsty. Yeah. And then what what happened from there? I mean, were you able... Were you at that point, were you like, okay, this is who I am sexually, or, you know... Well, I... Eventually, we broke up, like, mm-hmm. two years later, and I was like, what am I going to do? But that's a significant relationship. Oh, still it was secret, is. secret for two years? Yeah. Okay. And still, like, is... <laughs> Like, not obviously on my end, because I've been with girls since then. Yeah. But, um, there's a little bit of... There's, what, there's still feelings? No, we're actually, like, really good I mean, friends. I'm going old. to That's stay with her tomorrow. It's You're only, like, eight, In eight, DC. eight, nine years out. You're staying with her tomorrow. Okay. In D.C. Wow. So, wow. we're friends now. Yeah. I, I saw her a couple weeks ago. And we both were able to kind of talk in a way we haven't been able to ever. And this is like a decade of my life. Yeah. This is a very significant yeah. relationship. And so we're still having, like, do you think, stuff. Do you, do, you, do you rekindle sometimes? Not to get into that. No, we don't. Deep. We have never, you, since the moment we ended, it's not been rekindled. Okay. And I don't think it will be because it's, I don't know. But you're not in a relationship right now? No. Okay. I'm not. Um, let's get back into the, like the yoga stuff and okay. whatnot. Um, you want to hear what I'm into now? We got to well, lead up to that. We, I guess so a bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so when did that get, get come back into your mind? At like, you know, within that midpoint in college? Or, or yeah. What? Okay. So everything kind of crashed when we broke up. Um, I kind of let go of, like, a lot of things, and I was like, what am I doing? You know, existential crisis. Yeah. The the casual yet extreme general, most people go through it probably, you know, existential crisis. Sure. I don't get anything. And I got really angry at that point. (laughs) But, um... And were you, you like, were you punk at all or or anything like that? Were you, like... no, well, I had three dreads. Okay. I grew three dreads. That was my punkness, okay. I guess. It was more hippie. Okay. I was more hippie. Angsty hippie. Angsty hippie, hippie okay. which there's still like some leftover, but I'm working more into kind of like, I don't know. Did you, looking more did you take cut. on the, the Jerry Garcia that your mother shirked? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, because also at that time, when my mom split, we were like, she was not... I see. She found out about the relationship. I see. And she got... She wasn't feeling it. She got it. totally upset. Conservative. Pretty conservative. Yeah. She's cool with it now. Yeah. But I think it just shocked her more than anything. So we fell out, you know, as much drama as you can imagine in a young girl's life. Like, you know, not real, but looking at my life, it was like, I didn't know what to do. So... Yeah. I eventually... Um, I found this internship in Berkeley, and it was for a publication called Tacoon. Okay. And Tacoon is, it means to heal, repair, and transform the world, you know, which is 
pretty liberal. And yeah. the guy that's the editor, he he um, his name's Michael Lerner, and he's a rabbi at for a congregation in San Francisco. And you know, he started a lot of like student protests in the '60s, and he's loved and you know kind of despised by a lot of people. Yeah. But he talks a lot about the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, which, like, before it was even really, like, coming up in our news right now. So that really kind of opened my eyes to things I hadn't experienced before. And I, What, like poli- political Politically stuff and just people in general. Like, it was yeah. just a bunch of, weird, you know, different people out there, like, living different lives, and everyone's their own individual authentic selves, but everyone's getting along, and... It's productive. It was really productive. And that's where I started doing yoga again. I found a studio and some friends that guided me there. And the yoga was a very... What studio? It was called Yoga Kula. And it's an Anasara studio. Where's that at? It's in Berkeley. Where at? It's on Shattuck, up near um, the cheese board. Okay, yeah. North North Berkeley. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yoga Kula. I've, I've been there, I think, once once or twice. Have you? Probably, yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's I lived a in good North Berkeley for spot. two years, I, I'd say, in you North did? Berkeley. And then... Not for me, thank you. Not for me either. Thank you, Beth. Um, I, yeah, I lived there, and then in, in Oakland, I guess, for nice. eight years or so. Yeah. Look, we have more in common. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's a good place. Oh, it's wonderful. Changed my life, as you can see. Yeah, you're pretty Berkeley, actually. <laughs> That's Berkeley was a big, a big shift in my life. Actually, my properties, I have an LLC, and it's called Shattuck LLC. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> Takoon was on Shattuck. Okay. And that was the first place I went that I felt just like, I was like, yes, yes, like anything I want to do. Anything I want to say. What did you do there? Did you write or edit? I, or? My business arm got me in the door because they needed a business intern. I see. So I did their marketing and like search engine optimization. And you like doing that sort of thing? I enjoyed it. Okay. I did some of their like um, social media stuff and I worked with advertising, but I liked it because they have integrity. And so I was working with other companies and people that would want to advertise, but they had to be in line with us. It wasn't right. just anybody. Elephant Pharmacy, for example. <laughs> right. And these sorts of places, yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot about creating relationships, which is actually what, what I'm finding a lot of my life is about. Um, well, wait, were we out there the at the same time? We, were, we must have been. What, what I was out there, out there in 2008. Uh-huh. Wait, no, 2009. Okay. And then I went back out in 2010 for a year. Okay. And I came back in 2011. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I was there for some of that, but touring a lot. I, I was there from 2001 to 2010. Um, but. So you were there? Yeah, some of that, yeah. But touring a lot touring. at that time. So maybe not around so much. For a while. It's a very good place out there. Yeah. Definitely. It's expensive, though. Yeah. I lived on Ward Street that summer, and then yep. I connected with my Buddhist boss. I had a Buddhist boss, and he said, Davey, if you ever come... He really liked me. Yeah. Um, he liked the story about the lottery, and he just thought my stories were, you know, rare and good. So he said, if you ever come back, you can live in my guest ranch. Nice. So I went back. I graduated from Miami, 
and I moved back out there with an, with a girl I had met, and we lived in um, his guest ranch. This is where things really started to heat up for okay. me. I was dating someone that was super into yoga. I was I had a um, exchange work exchange at Yoga Kula, and my friend Taylor started sneaking me into these classes at UC Berkeley and they were meditation classes. Okay. And I met like shamans and psychologists and all sorts of people were coming in there and like giving these lectures on meditation, what it's like and these states of mind that they reach and I was like there was just you know Just as an aside that's where I started taking yoga classes. Really? UC Berkeley. Oh my gosh. I snuck in as well. But uh, all my my girlfriends like she had a pass somehow based on the people she worked for or something like yes. that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. So yeah, we anyway. have a little we have a little star connection here. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> So that's where meditation classes started up. And this was like the seated meditation classes. Yeah, it was basically like a course that yeah. my friend Ashley that I know now and Jen had started. And uh, they're still living in Berkeley. They're pro- protesting right now, but for all that stuff going on. So they started the class and I met them and it was just like, you, you went in and it was lecture style. It was people just talking about their experiences with meditation and how it's affected their lives. So between that and what I was doing and living with the Buddhist and living in Berkeley, it was like I was just getting into, a, I was building a real nice state of mind. Yeah. And uh, eventually bought a house here because I had money to invest. And I had to come resolve things with my parents and resolve my, you know, adolescent angst and issues so I could move into adulthood. You had, you had moved into a peaceful state of mind. Correct. It just, yeah. Well, let's not say it was continuous, it's a, but I had a, work, a burning desire to build it. Yeah. And I had tastes of it, and I was de- determined to figure out how to continuously hold that. Yeah. And so, which took years, but... I feel like I, I'm in a pretty good spot. Now. Yeah, so you seem good. Like if I like, just by your presence. Like for example, um, about 30 minutes before I was here, I was at the plumbing store, and the lady was kept saying things like "goddamn" and shit. Like like when the phone would ring, like "fuck, goddamn it, goddamn it," you know that sort of vibe. And right. before that, I was getting an infusion, and the nurse was complaining a lot about different things. So it's, you have a very different mentality vibe than, than these people that I was just dealing with. That's Night good. And day. One of my goals is just to hold that for people. Yeah. To kind yeah. of reflect back things. But my friend Dustin who you also know. Yes. I told him I was coming to hang out with you. He's like, oh, he needs a little you dose scooting of... away. I have to scoot, oh, sorry. scooting closer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll come closer. I speak a little softly. No, you're good. You're fine. But he was like, oh, Yanni needs a little... It's Yoni. Yoni. Yeah. yeah. My friend's name is Yanni. Okay. Fine. I knew it was Yoni. Good. You did, because you called me Yoni several times earlier. Right. Yeah. So he was like, oh, Yoni needs a little um, spiritual... Guidance. <laughs> a little spiritual time, maybe, I do, he said. Actually. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. But I didn't yeah. even know he saw me that way. So I was like, oh. So this is interesting that this conversation has led into that. Yeah. But, um, so I came back here. That's where we're at, right? Yeah. From, yeah, from Berkeley to make, make amends with your parents. Make amends, you know, butter things up, accept my inheritance, take responsibility. You, yeah, of, what do you mean accept your inheritance? So before that, you were like, 
Use I was it. using it. Right. <laughs> I was right. using it to move around. Right. And you know, live off of. Right. But and not have, did you not have jobs really other than nope. that? The probably job that you did not make much. Right. Of well, he was letting me stay for free. Yeah. So I was kind of volunteering at Tacoon again, and uh, just kind of having some fun. Yeah. Doing that, but I was ready to. I knew that I had this money, and I wanted to start making more money off of it so it wasn't just going to squander things yeah. like I had an opportunity to do something and my buddy was investing in properties so I so told him I was like hey start sending me some and he sent me one I sent my parents to look at it and they liked it and I was like alright and so I bought it and I moved back this is the place that you moved into correct okay. and I lived there for like two and a half years and you bought it from from Berkeley yeah okay yep sight unseen Sight unseen. Yeah. I had great faith at that time. Yeah. Still do, I guess. Um, but, so moved back and was like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to keep this going? Yeah. And I knew I needed some people to teach me something. And it, it was less about the physicality of, like, hatha yoga, and it was more about what I was doing with my mind. And... I wanted someone to teach me, and I was here for about a year before I ended up starting classes at the School of Metaphysics. Have you heard of that? I've heard about it, I think, maybe through people here yeah. or something. Yeah. So, oh yeah, Morgan was in the cl my class for a little okay. bit, but um, I was here for about a year, and I kept seeing their symbol around, and I ended up... It's a swastika. <laughs> No, it's like this really complex. I don't even know. There's a yin yang in the middle, though. Okay. <laughs> but um, that's where that's where I really got. Okay. That's where I really started. To... And what what did you learn there? It was more like, like before was... I was taking in all this information. I was like, I want, I want, I want, and I want this, and this this is interesting to me, and this is interesting to me, but. When you're doing that, there's no, like, balanced way of, like, moving through something. It's just kind of, like, different information coming at you. So, basically what the school's done and offered me is a place to, like, kind of build. It's like, they're, so like... previous... I'm sorry, to, to, to reiterate or to, or to explain better to me. Previous, you, you say, I, I want... To be calm and peaceful, I want to be. Is that it what you mean by that? that? It was like I didn't even know what I wanted. There was okay. just something inside of me, like burning. Okay. And I needed to be around people who could like um, identify that or like see it, at which I didn't even know how to really identify it. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It was just like an urging. Right. You felt you felt something inside that was unaddressed. Correct. Okay. And obviously it was coming from, like, my whole life. I yeah. had that. Um, I feel that, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. you do, too. I think <laughs> most people feel it to yeah. varying degrees. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's what, that's what it was. I can't really describe it. And then I started in that school, and they have things. It's really well thought out, how they kind of offer you new information and different exercises so I was starting to do like concentration exercises and like meditating and 
deeper, you know, con- more consistently. Ha- more consistently as in more often? Yeah, like every day okay. for longer periods of time with more, like, commitment. At, 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 like, guided by the people there or, no, or just solo? like, solo. Setting a timer that... Just going in, coming out about a half hour later. Just about. Just wherever you... Yeah. Just kind of gauging it through... How, when it felt like it was time to, to, to shimmy out of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, when you start getting... It's almost like I almost feel like I'm getting kicked out. Like, it's like time. Okay. But... Hey, you, did you find it easy to start meditating? Like... Um... I... Yeah. Because I found that when I... Before I went to the school, like, I was meditating. And I was just like, wow, I feel a lot better. It's like you go in, you get a different perspective. You're saying when before you went to the school, when you would do it, mm-hmm. like, on your own? Yeah. Okay. But that was, like, I was, like, just, I would just, like, lay on the floor and listen to some sort of, like, tone. Uh-huh. And for, like, an hour. and then Like a solfeggio tone? or like Yeah, a, like okay. a solfeggio tone or... There's, like, these hemi-sync CDs, and my neighbor had given me one. It's, like... Hemi-sync? Like hemi-sync. Sinking the two brains? Yeah. Okay. It's, like, hemi-sync technology, and so he gave me one on, like, a chakra CD. Uh-huh. And so I started, like, laying on my floor and, like, listening to that, because this guy like, had gotten back from California. My relationship had ended, and then I was, like, what am I going to do, you know? Yeah. And that, so I would feel better. I would do that, and I was like, wow, I feel better. And so I just started continue doing that and being like, I need to. Just like random times of the day? Like, I want to know practically. Just like, random times of the day. Just if you felt like, okay, I need a little something, then you would, you would just go into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess. It was just like, do I feel good? Do I feel miserable right now? What a, What is it? I'll just lay back, listen to this. And I had some time. I worked at um, a bar for a little bit. I was working at Neon's okay. downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. You've got money. What are you doing? Why? I wanted to meet people. Okay. And so when I got not back to... Not there. Not there, That's baby. where I went. Yeah. And it was not good. It wasn't yeah. very good for my relationship either. Yeah. But it's what I did. Yeah. And it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. And I, this is fascinating. Yeah. I was like... I had gone to the Victory of Light Expo. Do you know what that is? You know, like someone just told me about that recently. Right? Psychic fair. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I went, and I was like, I have no interest in all these psychics, but I saw the School of Metaphysics was there. Okay. So I went up. This is before you were involved with them? Yeah. Okay. I okay. went up, and I was like, hey, I have this dream, because they were like, we interpret dreams. And I was like, I've got this dream. I'm under a desk with my... I'm under a desk. <laughs> I didn't bring that <laughs> Oh man, I could interpret that now. Yeah, but um, I mean that's not it. Not too difficult to interpret. Probably that one. Yeah, it was, it was saying something. Yeah, it was saying something that's probably applying to my life right now more than I know. Well, now I'm starting to. How so? I'm curious now. Because to me, it's just about oh, desires. Man. I mean, it's a it's a sex dream essentially. But what you know about sex in the second grade? No, I mean. Well, the thing that I've learned about dreams is that for the most part every dream is about the dreamer okay so meaning that girl my friend is a representation of me okay so she's symbolizing something of me 
And honestly, what she symbolizes is like this like aggressive inner confidence um, that I seek often outside of myself. And all of my girlfriends and all of my best friends have kind of like complimented me in this aggressive way. Because as I said, my parents were aggressive. Yeah. So I kind of got accustomed to this you, aggression. You're used to both having it and dealing with people that have it. That's what yeah. you're saying. And so, you know, a whole complete person, they know when they're act they know when to use receptivity yeah. and they know when to use aggressive action. Not polarizing those terms, but just one or the in, other. Integrating them. At, yeah, at yeah. any particular time, my habitual way of life is receptive to passive. So often I'll externalize my aggressive side with like a partner or my parents or a Even best friend. You might be channeling your aggression through them and, and sort of almost yeah. your energy might be coming out of them. You're Correct. Saying? Okay. Well, like, yeah, I'll like kind of like make myself whole with another external person, which is yeah. obviously not going to lead to a whole functioning person yeah <laughs> but now i'm realizing that that dream because i've never interpreted that dream i had with that girl but she did represent this you know confident aggressive counterpart of yeah. mine that i think i consciously desire to bring out in myself um but i often externalize and like in was the past, she was she the the alpha in that in that yes. in that duo and that oh my gosh, i mean in real she life was, yeah. 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 The alpha and the duo. We yeah. can call it that. And all my partners have been the alpha and the duo. Okay. And I like it like that. Okay. But I need to change things up. Yeah. Because my ex-girlfriend, the alpha and the duo, we broke up in April. And ever since then, I've been having a dream that's like over and over and over to go, like every night. And it's about like this. You have it every single night? I did for about. Or a lot of nights. I did for like three or four months and then it was sparse and then yeah. it went away now it's back okay with a different character okay as but another what's, aggressive what's dream? character it's like i am in a room with this person they are trying to get my attention and i'm trying to not give them my attention because i know what's going to happen if i do and then i give them my attention and then they're like whatever so they work for it. They kind of tease me a little bit. And I'm, like, trying to, like, be like, nope, I'm cool. And then I, like, look over or I, like, go to them. And then they're like, oh, see ya. Some Gemini shit right Some there. Some Gemini shit right there. <laughs> but it's, like, again, showing me that I feel like I'm not connecting with this, like, aggressive part of myself. Or that I don't have, like, the power to, like, bring that out in me. Yeah. Which is like bringing back to why I was so attracted to this person when I was in second grade. Right, right. Yes. Davy needs to cultivate her aggressive side. But that's you, that's but, the moral of the story here. But but <laughs> you say that. But and I and I don't I don't I don't know you that well, mm -hmm. of course, but even in just meeting you today and talking like you, you you're on that. You seem aggressive to me, but maybe that's maybe that's not normal. Maybe you're uh, attempting to to cultivate that. I am, and I think on my own, I am more. Yeah. But I have this habit of desiring to just like have someone else do it for me. Yeah. And Adam's. then I get dependent. Yeah. And it's like not healthy. But you, I mean, and you act in aggressive manners. I mean, you 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 
you own these oh, buildings yeah. and you have to, you know, you, you have to collect rent. You, you know, I mean, so it's not like, I mean, you're not the guy from the Big Lebowski, you know, asking for rent. I, I don't think. No. No. Um, Thank you for saying that. That's what most of my friends say too. But there's something, something that goes on with me. I think you, I'm getting through it though more. now. You want more of it? Yeah. You know. You well, want I to... think I need it more consistently. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Everyone goes in and out of of those ways of being, and I, I can I can go into passive ways uh, as well, and and you know. But I think my mo has become aggressive over the years. I think as a kid I was passive, but but I had this like burning desire. Yeah, yeah, but not that's not For a spiritualism. What? That's just, just yeah, to that's like fun. be myself to like break out of that shell. And right. I did, I did very much. I would say. I think so. Seems that way. Well, thank. I you. mean, I don't know you that well. But. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, what was the dream that you told the metaphysics people, though? Oh, it was, like, just about my ex, and it was, like, it had all these factors in it, all these moving pieces, and I was, like, oh, it's, like, about all these people and all this stuff, and all he said was, every dream is about the dreamer. Okay. And that kind of, like, threw me so for you, a loop. So you thought about each facet in the dream and, and how it was, they were all part of you, in a way. Sure. Well, yeah. before that, I hadn't, and then when he said that, it forced me to start reevaluating obviously the externalization of my attributes and realizing that what was happening in the dream was really a reflection of what was happening within me and that was hard for me and I think it was more difficult for me to grasp that because and still it's sometimes challenging I've been doing that with my dreams for about two years now but I'm still obviously having issues really receiving what this one dream is telling me I think it was extra challenging for me to realize that everything was in, within me. Yeah. Because habitually I like to externalize certain characteristics of myself. And right. I think I do that well. I think that could be a skill I use, but it would have to be more conscious. How do you how do you use that as a skill? Just in harmonizing with people. Yeah. I'm yeah, with being able to kind of like harmonize with someone that has like a strong personality I can kind of like accommodate and cooperate pretty well Mm -hmm. with what's going on there. Be a little Plato-ish. Yeah. Which. Malleable. Which has benefits in certain ways but not when it's like compulsive. Right. Right. Yeah. You also want to have your own identity and be Mm-hmm. Which, like I said, to me, you seem to very much so. Yeah, I'm working it out. Yeah, I'm. Do- I'm not doing. I'm not doing bad. I'm doing all no, right. No, not I. Not not to me. But yeah, that was my first introduction to the school. Okay. And um, I've been in that for like two years now. You're still going there. Yeah, and I'm okay. teaching. Okay. I started a class. Last what do you night. teach? It's the. Sa- it's just the same coursework. Okay. It's the, which like, is, the which school is what? There's a general has, like, coursework? Course one through like 70 something okay. or more, and there are four different cycles in there. And it's just like everyone that comes to school just starts lesson one, goes as far as they want. Okay. 20 bucks a week donation. Okay. Doing exercise. Yeah. And then, then it gets relatively deep, deeper and deeper and deeper and comprehensive and integrative. And so. do, do they have. Do they are they into hatha yoga there or just it's just strictly just mind stuff? Strictly mind yeah. stuff. All mind. Yeah. Cool. Yep. 
Um, no movement. Well, there's some movement. We do like some life force exercises and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. But. And that, like the the, like the 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 healing touch stuff that Alex does, does that come from there too? That came from Vitality. Vitality. Vitality is a studio that Alex and I took yoga teacher training, Ashtanga, okay. last year. Okay. And um, for the anatomy portion, we took healing touch. Okay. And so we did up to level three. You, do you do that as well? I do. And that was like an actual experiential thing that helped me to um, feel myself energetically beyond physical. Okay. So before it was kind of conceptual, like, yeah, we are more than physical bodies, but healing touch level three, I don't know what happened that weekend, but it kind of kicked things into gear for me and moving into like, you know, starting to kind of move my consciousness into the idea that we're more than physical bodies and starting to move myself into that perspective. Is that an easy perspective to maintain? Um, I think it takes, like, consistent focus on it, so... How would you focus on it? By, by doing healing touch or by... Mm, just always, like... Feeling energies somehow? Yeah, just, like, kind of moving your peyote? mind there. <laughs> peyote? No, I haven't... I haven't done peyote. I, I haven't either. No. And I haven't been, yeah, doing stuff to move my consciousness there either just these exercises yeah. and i mean i smoked a little pot back in the day but sure yeah who didn't right who didn't <laughs> so what are the exercises meditation Just... concentration visualization now we're getting into like astral projection exercises oh wow i've done my third series of those where you do like you leave, oh, leave your body somehow cool. yeah okay and i don't know i'm sure so here's something cool yeah I've been in the school for two years, so now I'm in the second cycle. We're going into different stuff. Here's an exercise we'll do. Say you and I are sitting here. We'll get up, walk into a different room, look at a table, come back, sit down, and then our teacher will go and say, okay, now I'm going to go set something on that table. You relax. I'll come back in when something's on there and flash the lights. Then you stand up out of your body, go to that room, both but the partners do? Yeah. Okay. Just who's ever in the class. Go to that room, see what you see, come back, get back in your body, write it down, and then we'll walk there and we'll talk about what, we'll read what we saw. Wow. Yeah. And last week, Yeah. we did that. And right when my astral body walked into the room, I was like shocked to see this like yellow... I didn't know exactly what it was, but it was like a yellow, like three feet leaning backwards away from me. It had feet and it had, I thought was green writing at the bottom. And I knew you it saw was this yellow. Clearly yeah. In your well, mind. and because my solar plexus area started like, it got like tense or something, or it was like alarmed by it. And the color that's connected there is yellow. Okay, the chakra. It symbolized color. the chakra, yeah. The heart chakra. It's point. the solar or is that just plexus. Below the heart? Okay. Yeah, it's right below the heart. And so it was like and I was like, oh my gosh, it's yellow. It's definitely yellow. And I walked back and I wrote down what I saw and I said it. And then we walked in there and it was like one of those caution like floor wet things. Oh my god. And I was like and I like started jumping, and I was like, "Yes, I saw it. That was it." Did, did anyone else ha have an, an idea? Um, 
Yeah, the guys in my class, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> they they have good ideas, and yeah. like we'll see different shapes and stuff. But that was like, I've been really good with colors. Okay, with seeing colors. Do you have synesthesia or something like that? I have no idea what that is. Oh, okay. It's it's when you connect colors to objects or ideas or something like that. Maybe. So if you hear a song, you're like, okay, this song is blue. Interesting. No, I yeah. don't. Like a lot, like autistic people have stuff like that. Or Interesting. Just, what's the, the number seven is is you know green or whatever. Okay. Like yeah. I like that, but no, I don't usually do that. Okay. Okay. But I did see that's crazy. the caution sign. So or what? what's the practical what's application the practical, of that? practical use of that? Well, it's I mean, basically to help you to understand and experience yourself beyond physical life. It's a study of metaphysics. It's an applied study. So it's for you to experience yourself of more of what you are yeah. and more of what you're capable of. So obviously like that's not something I thought was really possible. And when the first time we did that exercise, I was like, what the heck? This is... And it didn't work the first time. No, and I didn't expect it to work. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it started working, and I was like, what? Do you have, like, do you have to, like, meditate hard? Or, you know what I mean? Like, how do you, or like... <laughs> you can't will yourself. Exactly. It takes different attributes. Yes, obviously it takes, like, a, a will and yeah. willpower. But it also takes, like, you have Let to have, like, your heart in it. It takes letting go. You have to have a... You have to start kind of releasing your grips on the reality that you think you see. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that that reality is going away, but it means that you're changing and the way you're going to see it is, might be a little different. But it's, this, it's still there. Did you see yourself get up and walk into the other room? Or was it more it's just like, like... I feel like I flip back and forth between mag- imagination and reality, but yeah. ultimately you are where your attention is, mm-hmm. is what I'm learning. And um, I just would hold... I think because of the concentration I'm building and I think that I have built within me, like I have the ability to kind of hold my attention as I'm moving instead of like flipping back and forth. And so just... At first, I was kind of like, whatever, and then I was like, well, I'm just going to try it and see what I see, and now it's like, I'm having these experiences. Are the, are the teachers there, like, fluid in this sort of thing? I guess so. Yeah, I think. I'm not sure. I mean, sure. you're a teacher there, too, I guess. I'm a teacher, and my teachers are have been in school a lot longer than me, and I'm not really sure where they're at. I know they're beyond me in the studies, and they understand things, and... They're having an experience of their own. I'm not exactly sure what that is specifically, but I'm enjoying mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, That's where I'm at now. Yeah. And, and are, just like kind of holding myself there all the time. Are you doing physical yoga too? Sometimes. But that, but you're more interested in, in yeah. meditation and, and stuff like that. Right. But it's important for me also to like have a fit body and be healthy and yoga helps a lot with that yeah um where where would you like to see this lead oh that's where i'm at i have no idea yet so are you the type of person that just see your pants like to see see where it 
I'm the type of person that worries perpetually about the future and doesn't know what to do and can barely relax in the present because you're so worried about what... Really? Not any, Don't say not it if really. it's not true. I know. But that was kind of a joke because that's yeah. how I used to be yeah. and I'm still working through that a little bit. Like, I'm kind of... I have that tendency. Like, I'm like, what am I going to do? But I'm doing my best right now to just enjoy the things I have and see what happens in the future. Yeah. I don't really know. All right. That's fair enough. This is enjoyable, though. I, yeah, abso- I, I absolutely agree. <laughs> it's kind agree. of impromptu. I know. I, I've here at Essentia Tea House. Sitting here in Essentia Tea House in uh, Oakley, Cincinnati, Ohio with Davey Brown. We're going to sign off, say bye to these folks out in the world. Goodbye, folks. It was nice. very much people for listening to the wandering wolf my pleasure to bring it to you every week i'm I'm sitting still over this barnacle heavy wall over the gulf of mexico an inlet of the gulf of mexico st pete's the wandering wolf podcast at gmail.com the wandering wolf podcast.com the website okay at yoni wolf on twitter instagram different places anywhere you can good and goddamn well imagine i just i feel pleasant right now i'm gonna enjoy this breeze this bris i'm gonna i'm having my second bris (laughs) all right you guys have a great week and I'll see you next week. Just around New Year just around New Year's, I guess, with another episode. Take care. Keep wandering. Like that.